PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading this show. And, of course, thank you for subscribing to this podcast. There's a lot of them out there, but I appreciate your guys' love and support. Guess what? You know where you're at. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. So easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one-stop shop for all of us out there. Thank you guys for going to my website, that is keyforinktesting.com and clicking the RMATVMC widget banner. And then you can continue to shop. I appreciate you guys doing that because that helps us on the back end, keeps their sucker up and moving, keeps the wheels greased, keeps us going downhill and moving forward. That's right. I appreciate it. Keep doing that. It's showing up. Hopefully, we get a discount code sooner or later. But nonetheless, it lets them know that you listen and I appreciate it. So thank you. If you guys are going to go shop for 2021 gear here fairly soon, I would say within about two and a half weeks, go to Fly Racing. Flyracing.com is the website address. New, all revamped, light hydrogen gear. That is right. You're going to be excited. Can't wait for you guys to see that. I'm excited. Wish I could spoil it a little bit, but I know JT could listen to this thing, and he would pimp slap me so hard, it wouldn't even be funny. So... Go to flyracing.com, get your leftover 2020 gear, pick it out, go to Rocky Mountain, buy it there, thank me later, and then when this whole 2021 Fly Racing gear comes out, we're going to drop a podcast over on pulpmx.com, and we'll talk about it. Special guest, gold medalist, JT, and of course, Steve Mathis, going to be very cool, very fun, and informative, as always, is what we do here. Racetech, racetech.com. Suspension, engine services, vintage bikes, it doesn't matter. They do it all. Go get your seals, your oil, everything you can in that suspension that's clapped out. Get it done over at racetech.com. And, of course, if you want a discount, little snippet off of your price there, chris at keferinktesting.com. And I will get you in touch with Chris Riesenberg over at Racetech. Great guy. Honda owner himself. Ooh, little spoiler alert right there. That's what this pod's about. Go check them out, racetech.com. You won't be disappointed. Aiden Kiefer, racetech.com back for Loretta Lens and as well, myself. That's right. The two Kiefer's going to Loretta Lens, racetech.com. All right, so it's not going to be a very long episode, guys. I just wanted to kind of do almost like an emergency podcast, so to speak, because... Look, let's face it, this Honda 2021 CRF 450 is the most anticipated bike of the 2021 year. There's no doubt about that. I am straight up about that. 
I'm excited about it. I'm going to tell you why here in this podcast. But we're going to break down the technical details. I know some of you guys like podcast format information, so I thought why not do one of these as well as doing a written version. You can go check that out over on KieferIncTesting.com or PulpMX.com. The, we're here to please. Straight up, every avenue. Go to Pulp, go to Kiefer, listen to a podcast, RacerXOnline.com. Get the videos. We're trying to cover all the bases here for you guys so you get all of your, I would say, information needs met through this avenue right here, this guy talking to you. And, of course, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Any questions you may have about this bike, which I'll be able to answer some of those, so don't bombard me with questions, as I do know a little bit about this bike already. I'll tell you why here in this podcast, because I'm very transparent. Sometimes uh, to my fault, (laughs) sometimes I speak too much and people bitch and complain, but nonetheless, I'm going to stay true to that, stay on the tracks and keep you guys up to date on what I've been doing and everything about this 2020 CRF 450R. And we're just going to bullshit about this bike a little bit, talk to you about it. Uh, If you're interested, maybe making the switch and some of these things that I talk about will interest you, that could help. I'll give you a little bit of information uh what it's like to ride yep that's right i have ridden this thing a little bit already so uh i'll talk to you about that and just give you the information that honda has given me to let you guys in on what they changed from the 2020 so right off the bat let's just hit right to it honda basically let's let's start here the 2020 honda crf 450r has an amazing engine too amazing. It's hard to ride because it's super aggressive. Um, I would say hard to ride for most people, right? So you guys can go back on my website and go to Racer X. I did a lot of projects on the Honda to try to mellow it out, tame it down, make it easier to ride. And simple put, it's just freaking rigid. Normal people, I should say. Look, if you ride a rough track and you're on a 2020 Honda CRF450R, you're either A, a big dude and you like it, a buff dude and you like it, or you just like a shit ton of low-end power and you love it. Okay, I am not that guy. I'm none of those. I like a roll-on, easy to use. Yes, of course, I need some RPM response. I need some connection to the rear wheel. And I don't want to go home at 1030 in the morning. I want to last... You know, one, two, three o'clock. I want to ride when it's rough. I want to ride when it's hacked out. I want to be a good rider when the track gets shittier. That equation doesn't really compute with the 2020 Honda CRF450R. You got to do a lot of work to it to make it enjoyable to ride in the late afternoon hours wherever you are, back east, out west, over in Europe. It's tough to ride unless you're just riding pure sand. Man. It's a handful to ride. So, I've had, I've been involved with Honda's R and D here and there for a couple years, and I have worked on this project with them for the past mm, year and a half or so. So, I do have some input as or direction. I want to say a little bit of direction on which way they should go. Obviously, the engineers in Japan are way smarter than me. They already have a direction that they want to go. They listen to the magazines. They listen to what's out there, and they want to improve their machine. 
there's no doubt about it. Honda Motor Corporation is one of, I should say, if not the corporation, the biggest corporation out there, it is one of two. I'll just put it, I'll leave it there. Um, I have had the pleasure of working with the Japanese engineers. Very nice people, very smart, um, very attentive on what they're doing, and they listen to what the rider wants. So Honda's development theme, what are they looking to do? Of course, what do you think about when a Honda? You think about cornering, razor-sharp cornering. That is a Honda CRF 450, even a 250R to a T. When everybody gets on a Honda, two things come to mind. Ergos feel amazing, no matter how tall or how short you are. And, man, this thing corners nice. It feels light. No matter what the scales say, it feels light on the track, simply put. So for 2021, the goal was at Honda, the platform goals were improved power, focusing on corner exit, which is area three of the corner. You need rear-wheel traction. We don't want to get a wheelie coming out of the corner, and you have to fan the clutch or let off the throttle. Then you're losing time. It's fun to ride for about two laps, you know, but you need traction. You want that front end to stick. You want that rear wheel to drive and push you forward. Improved consistency, bike and rider. That is one of their platforms for 2021. This bike needs to do the same fucking thing every lap. I use the word, I use the F word because I need it. That's how passionate I am about this specific goal. Improved consistency with bike and rider. I want this Honda to be planted. I want to hit the bump. I want to to know what the bike's going to do when it hits that bump. And if I have to switch my lines, I'm going to hit a bump six feet over, four feet over, and I want the bike to do the same thing. That's what their goal was in 2021. And lastly, improved overall handling. That's my number one gripe and complaint about a 2020 Honda CRF 450. I need that son of a bitch to be less rigid and handle better on straight line. Sure, when I get into the corner, it's amazing. Woo! I have a great time for that a second or two that I'm in the corner, and then I'm hating my life the next 10 seconds that I'm going down the straightaway on square edge or bumps because it's a fucking beast. It's just a lot to handle, and my puny ass can't hand, handle it. Plain and simple. I'm a buck 70. So it's nice that Honda's trying to help that buck 70 rider, right? But also, please, with that improved power, please the bigger dudes that want that power, that want that excitement, that need that stuff back east where it's deep and ruddy. Don't yell at me, East Coast guys. I get it. You guys' traction is way better than ours, and you can get on the throttle sooner and harder. I get it. This is what the goal was with Honda. This is what it's always been about. When I'm around the R&D guys, um, this was the focus throughout the whole test. And when I say we have tests, I'm not the end-all, be-all test rider at Honda. I was Kiefer Inc. helped. I've done. I've helped things with Yamaha. I've helped with KTM. I've been around and helped develop motorcycles to try to make them better. Um, Kiefer Inc.'s testing is separate than the Kiefer Inc. testing there is with the media side. So let's say we get this 2021 Honda. Well, Kiefer, you helped develop this thing. You're going to rate it first. 
That's bullshit. Because if there's something better than this 2021 Honda, you can damn sure I'm going to talk about it because I just want to ride good freaking motorcycles and I want to relate that to you guys. So the the cool thing about me over here and what I do is I kind of separate myself in all different kinds of areas. I want to be straight up with you guys out there because it does, does me no good to kind of bullshit you guys and point you in the wrong direction because sooner or later that's going to get back to me and my business goes to shit. Um, so the benefit for me and for you is I get to ride a lot of different types of bikes, give you the information, and also if another manufacturer says, hey, Kiefer, can you try our bike? and see what we need to do, I can help them as well. So I feel like I could try to bring all brands up. That's what I want to do. You know, I just want to bring all brands, make them better, help the consumer. But nonetheless, my focus the past couple years was with Honda. I wasn't doing any other, you know, confidential testing like I was when I was with doing this with this Honda uh, 2021 bike. So that's a little bit of my background with Honda. Again, like I told you, I was with KTM at one point, and I still did media stuff. I was with Yamaha at one point, still did media stuff. As you guys know, some of you guys always say, oh, Kiva, you're sucking off Yamaha. You're a Yamaha guy. It's funny because people still think I work at Yamaha. That's, that's bullshit. I just don't talk about my confidential stuff because it's confidential. Now this bike is out, we can rap about it a little bit. I can tell you some background about it. I can tell you... Uh, what the changes their Honda is doing and what the goal is. So I think it's better for you guys in the consumer just kind of get all this background. You don't get all of this kind of background type of stuff with other media outlets. If I was a, which I am, I am a motorcycle enthusiast. I would want to know every nook and cranny about a motorcycle before I purchased it. If I knew Joe Blow was the test rider at, at Yamaha, and I wanted to know about it, I'm going to be up his ass to know all about the bike and even the backstory on the bike. So I don't know. To me, I get excited talking about this because I had a little piece in this motorcycle. Um, so it's exciting for me to talk about and share with you guys and to let you guys in on a little bit of what they changed. So we're going to dive into it right now. The engine exhaust port. And you guys can see all of this stuff over on pulpmx.com or kieferinktesting.com. All of this is in written form over there on the websites, and you can uh, read all about it. But if you want to hear my awesome voice and you want to know a little bit more, a little more details, this is the way to go. So Honda changed the engine engine exhaust port. Uh, the, change point, the change points were more focused on centrally locating those ports. It's oval-shaped versus round-shaped. The benefit in that is improved exhaust efficiency as, long, as well as increased power, um, mostly mid to top end, 5,000 RPM and above. Like you guys think about 5,000 RPM, and it says here on this Honda sheet, mid to high, but 5,000 RPM is really low. I do a lot of telemetry stuff, and my hand, I, I think I'm really good at like, oh, yeah, I'm explaining to you. I think it's about 7,000 RPM. And then they put this telemetry on me, right? And they're like, yeah, Kiefer, it's not 7,000 RPM. It's like 5,200. So I'm like, God, that is low. So when I think of 5,000 RPM, I mean, you really have to be creeping around the track. So they want to increase the power from 5,000 and up, which is basically the whole complete range of the power. And with this head change and the exhaust port change, 
it will help that. As I'm doing this for you guys right here and I'm reading this stuff from Honda, I will, at the end of this, kind of give you my take on what the bike is like to ride. Obviously, I haven't ridden a production version, so I can't tell you exactly what it feels like, but I can give you a little bit of a snippet of of kind of what it's like, okay? So um, the engine and the engine exhaust, the chains, we're back to a single muffler. Hallelujah. I wasn't a huge fan of the dual muffler deal, but I wasn't a hater as much as some of you guys out there, especially if you go on Vital, they're like, fucking dual mufflers is lame. I crash, I blow it out. Look, I've crashed pretty hard. I haven't really damaged one side or the other. If you do something really stupid, yeah, you're going to damage it. But besides burning your leg because you're an idiot and you're walking next to the bike or you're putting it on the stand, my son is the same way. He burned his leg because he's a tard and he freaking didn't know it was there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I I think the weight obviously matters, but I have tried a single-sided muffler on the 2020 version, and although I did get more bottom end, I lost top end. I lost the pulling power. So with the port change and the exhaust, the single muffler, a more direct path to the rear of the bike, it saves almost three pounds in weight. It's narrower, uh, the rear portion as well as the header area. It has an improved exhaust efficiency, and of course, improved rideability and low RPM, you know, stages like 5,000 RPM, like we just mentioned. So, with the porting and this muffler, they go hand in hand. That's what the engineers do over there in Japan. You just don't slap on a muffler. I know some of you guys are like, "Oh, I'm going to aftermarket aftermarket muffler." Hello, dude. There is a lot of freaking work that goes into a stock muffler. Relax. Just pump the brakes. Put the $1,500 back in your wallet. Ride this thing. See if you need to alter your power. If you do, that's fine. No hate comms. I get it. But give it a chance. I can't believe some of these dudes that buy a brand new Honda. You'll see the Honda in the back of the dude's truck with the Yoshimura box sitting in the back. Dude, ride the bike first. Then go spend $1,500 at Yosh. That's cool. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of work that goes into these mufflers. It goes hand in hand with the head. So... Really, just try to ride this bike because I can tell you as a test guy, there's been a lot of muffler tests, a lot of days in the saddle with mufflers as well as heads, so just give it a chance. All right, so the decompression system in the camshaft is changed. The change points are revised layout, revised valve timing, as well as revised valve lift. What's the benefit? Honda claims increased combustion stability at low RPM and engine power increase. Uh, the clutch. Now we're on a hydraulic clutch, guys. For all you uh, hydraulic clutch lovers, hee rejoice. Uh, when I tested, I'll be straight up with you guys, when I tested this thing, uh, I tested both. I could have went either way. I was fine with both. I know uh, the lever pressure um, engagement point was a little different off on the 2020 as well as lifespan and hydraulic clutch is more consistent i think honda is realizing that hey the consumer wants a hydraulic clutch kawasaki has one ktm and husqvarna i'm sure others will follow suit at some point but J japan and as well as honda saw the move what's going on so now we're moving over to the to the clutch side the hydraulic clutch slide so um like I said, I could 
I could go either way. I'm I'm not a hater on cable clutch. I, I like that feeling. So it's 27% larger capacity, has an additional clutch plate. So now we're up to, I think, eight plates, additional friction spring. And of course, it's a hydraulic actuated. And so the benefit to that is reduced slip, more consistent performance. Absolutely true. And a lighter lever pull. Absolutely true. So that is huge in itself. There was nothing worse than a stock clutch lever pull on an older Honda 450. New wasn't so bad. About three to four hours, you get a little dirt, you wash. Oh, horrible. Horrible arm pump. No bueno. I'm out. Get a works connection lever perch or an ARC, and it was better. Or you had to go get a recluse torque drive manual clutch pack. All these mods that I told you guys about in this story that we did on the 2020 bike. So now, Hydro, everyone be happy. Everyone chill down. I'm sure someone will bitch about something. But nonetheless, uh, kudos to Honda for making the move to a hydraulic clutch. Uh, air filter has changed. Change points are uh, the air box 4.1 versus 1.8 liter. Okay? Increase on clean side. So if you guys don't know what the clean side is, you can go take a look at the illustration over on the website. New air filter design and mounting style. And, of course, new air filter access point, which is on the left side. And it's more like KTM-ish. You got one bolt, clip, boom, out, done, quick change. Uh, improved torque feel at low speed range. Air filter, obviously, is easier to service. And the access is only one bolt to remove. So, obviously, easier for you guys out there, the customer. Now, the engine fuel injector. All right. Injector angle increased. From 60 degrees versus 30 degrees. Improved cooling of air through intake path and improved intake efficiency. That is also a benefit. Some of you uh, engine guys listening to this may or may not like that, but most of you, I think, will approve of that change. The fuel pump, size reduction with same performance. Performance, sorry, performance. <laughs> uh, 120 grams weight reduction. And removed via four bolts versus six. Again, little weight. And the radiator louvers, engine, the radiators, of course. Optimized angle of radiator fins. Optimized number of radiator fins. So that has changed as well. 5% improvement in cooling performance. So Hondas have been known, not the 450 so much, but the 250 has been known to overheat. Uh, I have, haven't had that much yeah, I've had a couple times where I rode really hot days in deep sand and it did suck the water where I was down to the coils, but never where I was steaming like I was in the CRF 250R. CRF 250R 2019 bike, man, it was hard to keep water in that thing. The 2020 is a little better, but I still have a little bit of problem to uh, keep water in that sucker when it's really hot outside. So let's move on to the chassis, which I'm really excited about. Um, to me, like I said, it already has a great engine. It just needs some more controllability, and it needs less rigidity. So for me, uh, most of that is in the frame. That's how I felt it was. Um, if you look on the illustrations over on the website, the frame has changed. The change points are steering head, redesigned down tube, and narrower main spars. The benefit of those changes, reduce lateral rigidity by 20%. That's a lot. One and a half pounds weight reduction, 
That's also a lot. Sharper cornering, but also they're adding, trying to add great stability. And of course, I'm reading off what Honda has for us. I will tell you what I what I think a little bit, um, just from what I wrote. But they're at. They want to really tell you guys out there that hey, we still got that sharp cornering character, and we still have. Um, I shouldn't say still have. We have better stability uh, with this 2021. The swing arm also has changes, narrower design, optimized rigidity, increased clearance in ruts, that's their claim, and improved traction and cornering. Okay? Pivot plate. So if you guys don't know what that is, if you look on each side of the, 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 the frame spars, the inside of the webbing, that has changed you know, a lot as well in 2021. Rearranged, reinforced ribbing. And what that does is reduce the lateral rigidity. So you can see that there is a photo of that as well. You can see the different webbing design. And subframe, the change points, simplified design and eliminated seat support structure. Two pounds overall weight, which is down 0.7 pounds from 2020. So we're losing a little bit more weight, a little cleaner design, doesn't have that plastic piece on top, less bolt, um, less bolting hardware. So it doesn't have as many bolt up points to the swing, uh, to the subframe. So that is better as well. Suspension still got to show a fork, but now we have five millimeters of more stroke. It's revalved. And of course, the axle clamps is a little bit more rigid. In that area, and I'll explain why when I talk about this bike a little bit. The benefit improved bump absorption and smoother fork movement. Suspension, of course, show a shock. Ad has changed as well. Revised settings, larger main piston valving, super lightweight steel spring, a different type of steel spring. I haven't really got my hands on it to feel it. Um, and it has a revised pro link ratio, so that means the link and the knuckle has changed. Their benefit is improved responsiveness and almost a half a pound in weight reduction. Almost a half a pound. That is big on a shock. If you ever pick up a WP shock, it's pretty light. Showa and KYB is a little bit heavier. Uh, triple clamp has changed as well. Top and bottom clamps with more flex. The benefit for that is quicker steering characteristics and improved feel on corner entry. Hey, what's up, guys? We're going to hit you with some commercials. So listen to them. Get a discount code. Support these guys. They're great people. Hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com if you have any questions about my advertisers. Thanks. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Kiefer Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Kiefer Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. You an old fart? You want to go race? Go check out OregonOldTimers.com website. Get the updated races. This COVID-19 has kind of killed some races, but some are still going. So go to OregonOldTimers.com or Chris at KeyFreakTesting.com. I will guide you in the right direction, get you racing. Longer motos, 20 minutes. You know, it's not that expensive. I paid for five listeners to go race up in Washougal last weekend. That was awesome. So almost 300 entries at the last one. So 
I'm going to be at the Glen Helen one, so go to Oregon Old Time. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Kiefer Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Kiefer Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet. Of Colleen, Chevy, find new roads. Are you an older guy? You still like to go racing like me? And you want longer motos? Go to OregonOldTimers.com. No, they just don't go to Oregon and race. They go to Arizona, Glen Helen, Mesquite, Montana, Hangtown, Washougal, even British Columbia. I'm going to hit up two or three of these suckers next year, ride. Bring your kids. They have a support class. It's a great time. I'm going to be there. Go camping. It's a good vibe. Go check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. If you have any questions, hit me up, Chris, at Keyfring Testing, and I will help you out. See you guys there. Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, BLUDLubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff um, because I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, Honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil did some temperature readings it was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my yz450f compared to some other oils i've been running so the stuff is good they sponsor over 250 racers from enduro enduro cross hair scrambles utvs supercross now they got some supercross guys so go check them out bloodlubricants.com use the discount code kefer and get some percentage off your oils they'll ship them to you probably get a hat or two you know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. Bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Firepowerparts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And of course, they have oil too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool. Firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. 
They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars, you don't want a crossbar, ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KieferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Numbers.com. Get the dates. Meet me there. Let's go race. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, ScreenPrintingDone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. FirepowerParts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And, hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. FirepowerParts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, you guys looking to get a KTM? You want to get the best price on one? Carson City Motorsports is Northern Nevada's largest KTM and Husqvarna dealership. That's right, Husqvarna's as well. They have the largest KTM and Husqvarna inventory around with their new 10,000-square-foot vehicle showroom, making it easy to find whatever you are looking for. Head over to Carson City Motorsports. It's the only northern Nevada Arctic Cat dealership as well. And, of course, mention my name and get a special deal on either a KTM, Arctic Cat, or a Husqvarna. Hit me up over at chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over at Carson City Motorsports and get you down the road with a new motorcycle. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. ProTaper has it. They got grips. 
Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips? Come on. I am a SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper. Protaper.com. Thanks for sticking with me and listening to those commercials. I appreciate it. Support those guys. We are back. 2021 Honda CRF 450R. All right, we're going to move it on to the geometry of this bike. That is a huge thing as well. The wheelbase is one millimeter shorter. The rake is five degrees steeper. The trail is reduced by two millimeters. And the swing arm angle is increased by nine degrees. Ground clearance is also increased by eight millimeters. So lots of changes in this geometry of the bike. When I rode it, it doesn't feel like a Honda. And I'll explain that in a minute. When I sit on it, the ergos do, but the, the actual bike itself, the action of it, the, the mannerisms of the bike, much different for the better. So um, I'll explain a little bit like that to you here after we go through these changes. The design and the seat has changed as well. Change point seat mounts are redesigned. They're up near the front versus the rear. Uh, sh- the design is shorter and 10 millimeters higher at the rear of the seat. The benefit of that is the improved freedom of movement. I had a little bit of input in the seat foam as well because uh, it was soft at first, so we kind of uh, helped that along as we went. And almost 0.4 pounds in rate reduction and easier to remove and install seat. The handlebar layout, redesigned cable layout, it's in front of the handlebar versus, um, I guess it's closer to you versus over the handlebar. So it's kind of like a KTM, right? Uh, Reduced cable weight at the handlebar area. The bodywork obviously is much different. The radiator shrouds, it's thinner, um, a little bit narrower. Redesigned one-piece radiator shroud, very cool. Left side panel, 50 millimeters inboard. Right side panel, 20 millimeters inboard. All bodywork bolts, 8 millimeter heads. So if you're doing work, all of the bolts are the same, 8 millimeter heads. Hardware reduction, 8 bolts versus 12. The benefit, obviously, improved ventilation of the radiators and reduced maintenance time and weight, of course. The fuel tank, reshaped. Dimensions and updates contribute to bikes, 3 pounds overall weight reduction. They don't give us much there as far as what changes and, of course, Electronic still has the HSTC, which is Honda Selectable Torque Control. Still has three levels of launch control and three engine modes to choose from, all on the handlebar. So uh, the redesigned handlebar switches, one on each side. Left switch is the HSTC. And the mode, the engine stop, the right switch, new design to prevent accidental touch. So that'll help you guys... Uh, if you guys know Honda, you have to pull in the clutch to start the engine. To me, I doesn't it doesn't really bother me. I know some people freak out on that a little bit, but for me, it doesn't really make a difference for me to pull in the clutch. Even when I crash like in a in a moto, pulling the clutch to me is not a big deal. So I kind of already do that anyway um out of habit when I when I when I crash on a bike. So 
I uh, ended up crashing in a race on my Yamaha, and I pulled in the clutch and went. So you're in gear anyway. You're going to pull the clutch in. So whatever. Not a big deal to me, but I know some people freak out on that. So what is it like to ride? I'm just going to give you a snippet. And I haven't ridden in a long time, guys. I'll be honest with you. It's been it's been, uh, it's been been quite a long time. But just overall, I can't really give you a, a apples-to-apples comparison, you know? And I don't know how it's going to stack up against other bikes. I know the Kawasaki is extremely good. I'm in love with the Yamaha. I mean, and the KTM has become one of my favorite bikes to ride. So the Honda has a big ask. Now, what I do remember when I rode it is that it is a much, much better Honda Sierra 450R. Straight out of the box. Uh, The power is... uh, How can I describe the power? The power is insane to me. Like, it has a lot more rear wheel connection and is very, very broad. A little bit smoother to ride. Of course, still has a lot of power. And maybe for me, uh, a little bit touchy at times. Now, I don't have a lot of input in mapping. I know Japan does a lot of that work. So, um, again, I only did a snippet of it. I didn't ride it a, a crap ton. But when I did help and ride and give them feedback, I just was really impressed of the rear wheel connectivity compared to the 2020. That was my feeling on that. Um, I also felt like it revved out farther, which I liked as well, so I could be a little bit lazier. And if you guys are familiar with the 2020 Honda, third gear was kind of hard to manage in corners. Like You wanted less jerk in, in second, but then when you shifted to third in corners, it was too luggy. It didn't have enough recovery to get your ass out of that corner. It was too just really boggy feeling. So this new engine, from what I remember, was a little bit better in that area where now I can run third gear, uh, second gear was still longer, so I had a, a, a better decision for me to be like, hey, Kiefer, talking to myself while I ride here, hey, Kiefer, leave it in second. Well, now I could leave it in second a little bit longer out of the corner exit. I didn't have to shift to third so soon because second gear was kind of short on the 2020. But I also go, hey, Kiefer, I'm tired. I want to ride third gear in the corner. This new bike kind of does that a little bit better as well. So a little bit more freedom in the engine area. I think you guys will like it. If you Honda guys like it. Uh, now moving on the chassis, much more consistent. Still for me has uh, a, that Honda cornering character. Maybe a little bit lighter feeling through area two and area three of the corner from what I remember. So that is improved. So it still has that really nice feeling cornering, front end steering, Honda stability cornering, nice. But now our straight line stability has improved. Still firm, but not harsh. So those two words are different in the testing world. Yes, it has a firm feel, but it doesn't have a deflective, harsh feeling, straight line um, tracking progress. That's what I always call it. How is my tracking progress? Well, this new frame is more forgiving, especially for you Honda guys. If you guys are looking for a more forgiving frame, this 2021 is better. Again, slimmer ergos. I don't have much to say about a hydraulic clutch because I honestly don't remember much of that test. But overall, for me, the bike does feel lighter it feels more connected and in straight line situation, it is more friendly. So those are the initial impressions that I can give you what I've kind of felt already. 
But uh, yeah, for me, guys, it's uh, it's definitely a better Honda. I think they're making better strides in that area. Will it be the best bike in 2021? That's tough for me to say, man, because I haven't ridden a production version, and I just know how good all these other bikes are. Look, I'm riding a Yamaha at the Red Lens. I could have rode any bike, but I chose a Yamaha because that's what I like the most. So that bike's easy to ride. It's it's predictable for me. I, I'm a smooth type of rider, and that Yamaha is really good in that direction. So um, the KTM, I want to be a little bit more aggressive. I want lightweight feel. That's where I'm headed because the KTM is excellent in that area. Same goes with the Husqvarna. So, you know, there's about three bikes that I really like. So Honda had, had some work to do. We're going to see how they stack up. I'm going to ride this thing. I'm going to give you the production side of it hopefully soon. The release date, they haven't really set a release date, but from what I've heard, some rumblings, is going to be end of August, September. But with COVID-19 going on, who the frick knows, right? So I have no idea. Hopefully be in dealers by September. That'll be actually a normal time for Honda to release something. I remember when they released a 2017. That thing didn't get released until November, early December. So it was kind of a nightmare to get, you know, early guys put deposits down and it was just like a waiting game so hopefully we won't be that way with 2021 crf 450r cool that honda is actually making more 2020 honda crf 450rs and they're doing that to get the consumer that can't quite afford a brand new 2021 bike you know because you're looking at it and 2021s are 9500 bucks right so Spend a thousand dollars less, still get a good bike. You got a new bike, and you still get a warranty and all the things that come with a Honda. So cool that they're gonna produce more of that. They're selling out of motorcycles. I'm trying to buy my kid a Honda CRF 250R for Loretta's, and <laughs> they're sold out. I had to drive up north, and I'm not about to do that. So we're gonna rebuild his bike that he has here, and um, take it to Loretta's and race. So. Very cool stuff coming from Honda here pretty soon. I'm excited to ride this bike. Hopefully, it's the same bike uh, that I tested way back back in the day. Because sometimes, uh, as you guys know or may not know, when you test something in a prototype version or a pre-production version, when you get the production version, sometimes it doesn't feel the same. Uh, I have a lot of experience with that. I've ridden bikes in pre-production form got the production bike and i'm like what in the hell just happened totally different what just went on well again production frames there's a lot being made so tolerances things are a little bit different so of course the bike is going to change a little bit so hopefully honda did their homework from the last time i rode it the stuff that i rode is very good so i'm excited to ride it excited for you guys to try it i'm excited for 2021 shootouts Man, it's going to be a fun time. Lots of new bikes. Um, Kawasaki upgraded some things. Yamaha didn't change their bike, but they won a lot of shootouts. I'm very familiar with that bike. Hopefully, Suzuki is in there somewhere, and they keep their bike up and moving and don't stop production on that. And dreamers can dream. Maybe they will uh, update their 450 and 250. Maybe. You never know. You never know. So, Looking forward to give you the straight scoop on all the bikes here. So stay tuned to KieferIncTesting.com. Support our advertisers. Thank you guys for believing in what we're doing over here. It's a different way. I know some of you guys, it's hard to believe 
that you have a dude just telling you everything that's going on. But again, I try to be as transparent as possible, as honest as possible, and uh, try to point you guys in the right direction on where to spend your money. So thank you guys for trusting me. Go to pulpmx.com and read what's over there. Go to racerxonline.com and watch the videos. Read what's going on over there. And, of course, subscribe to RacerX Magazine. It's print. I know some of you young dudes don't like to read, but, dude, it's cool. They got a lot of cool stories in there that you can't see online. So go subscribe. It's 20 bucks. You get a hat or a T-shirt or some shit. It's, I subscribed. I subscribed, and I get free magazines. So subscribe. Help the sport. Grow it. Let's move these uh, great companies along and continue to improve the sport that we love so much. That's why we're here. That's why we all do it. Look, at none of us are making a shit ton of money in the motorcycle industry. None of us. Well, maybe Steve. <laughs> maybe Steve's making some money, but he deserves it. He works his balls off. He does a lot of stuff for us, man, and that, uh, geez, he does a lot of work. He sets a great example for me to really try and uh, work hard. So support these advertisers that are on this show. It helps us keep this thing up and moving. And we thank you guys. Hope to see you guys very soon. We'll be off in a couple of weeks. We're going Loretta's. We're going to blow some more money, hang out with the family, and go race dirt bikes. Sounds fun, right? Heck yeah. See you guys in the next one.